0: to another episode of Crypto Chats. Um, today I'm going to talk to you guys about one of the scarier things of this, uh, universe, um, and that is the black-eyed children. Um, one of the things that scare me probably more than anything, just because children are inherently kind of scary, and then children that are trying to rob you of your soul, um, seems somewhat more scary to me, uh, personal opinion there, but I don't know, kind of freaky. Um... And I'm focusing basically on like the early stories and like the very start of the black eyed children here, um, kind of like Brian Bethel's accounts and the, the very first um, few encounters that have ever been reported with the black eyed children, just because there's so many accounts of them um, that if I did every single one, this episode would go on four days. So um, with that being said, let's get into it. So the Black Eyed Children were first um, cited, I guess, supposedly in the 1980s, but I couldn't really find anything to back that up, that was just like a very general statement that was made in, um, in some of my research that I found. Um, but to my knowledge, they're primarily in North America. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a phenomena that, you know, covered the globe. Um, but again, there's so many accounts of them just in North America that if I went global with it, this this episode alone would go on for like four weeks. So um, I'm focusing just on North America today. And if you're not aware of the black-eyed children, um, consider yourself lucky. But also, you're about to learn. Uh, they basically are just children that look relatively normal until you realize that they are really pale and kind of like sickly looking and their eyes are completely black. Um that's so creepy and they have this like (laughs) their their behavior is scary and weird and they kind of just show up out of nowhere and um demand that you let them in to wherever you are and you're not supposed to let them in because that's how they you know ruin your day um so basically when the very first couple of reports started to come out about the black-eyed children, Um, they were reported to show up in groups of two or three. Very rarely have people seen just a single black-eyed child. Um, There's usually at least two of them, if not a couple more, and um, they would go up to people asking for favors, Um, usually people in their cars or coming up to your front door and asking for favors like, um, can I come in and use your phone? Can I have a snack? I lost my mom. Can you help me call her? Um, Can we have a ride? Things like that. And very, very scary um, things just because a lot of, a lot of like the consistent uh, stuff with the eyewitness reports is just that people feel alarmed immediately um, upon, you know, being in the presence of these children, and uh, kind of, like, very suddenly will realize, like, something is wrong with them. Um, You know, it's not like you don't look at them and initially go, oh, okay, something's wrong, Um, but you get this, like, intense feeling of panic, and your fight or flight kind of kicks in immediately upon encountering these kids, and and once you realize that something is wrong with them physically um, is when things start to get weird for you, so... Let's talk about Brian Bethel a little bit. He was like he was the the first person really to document his experience, um, and he published a blog in 1993 about his encounter. Um, nope, that says 1998. Sorry, he published it in 1998. I can't read my own handwriting. Um, so on January 16th of 1998 at around 9:30 p.m., Brian Bethel left his apartment to go pay his internet bill and. In abilene texas i don't know how to say that word but in texas um on the way he stopped at a theater nearby to make out the check uh for his bill using the lights from the theater uh to see what he was doing when he heard a tap on his window when he looked he saw two young boys um aged between 10 and 14 looking at him from um, the other side of his car window so this was his description i wrote it down exactly how it was presented online Um, so this is coming this is straight out of the words of Brian Bethel so Bethel became immediately scared and felt uneasy about the boys being around him they started asking him to bring them home so they could get money for movie tickets they said come on mister we just want to go to our house and we're just two little boys come on mister let us in we can't get in your car until you do you know just let us in and we'll be gone before you know it we'll go to our mother's house So at this point he's pretty uncomfortable and you know feeling really threatened but isn't really quite sure why yet um but at that you know the end of the day he goes well these are some kids so that's probably fine so he starts to unlock the door to let the car the kids into the car um, when he had a moment of clarity and realized that the children's eyes were totally black um Basically, when, and I said this before, but one of the the things that's consistent in stories of black-eyed children encounters is, as soon as you realize that their eyes are fully black, that's when things start to to really get intense and kind of dangerous. Um, So as soon as he realized, as soon as he re-locked his car doors and realized that these children's eyes were black, um, the children started to threaten him. Um, and they were saying things like, we won't hurt you, you have to let us in. Um, one of the kids said, uh, we don't have a gun, and started to imply that they wouldn't need one to uh, be invited into the car and do whatever whatever it is they were planning to do to Mr. Bethel. Um, so at this point, uh, like most people would do, Brian Bethel threw his car in reverse and just drove away and left those terrifying children where he found them. Uh, which I think is fair. Personally, I would have done the same thing, except way sooner, because I don't I children scare me and I don't like them anyway. So probably wouldn't hesit have hesitated to leave upon the first interaction. But that's just me. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, the next sighting uh that happened in 1998 was actually by one of Bethel's close friends, uh, a man named John. And uh, Bethel had not, at this point, when John came to him uh, to talk about this encounter, uh, Brian Bethel had not shared his encounter specifically with his friend John. This was a little bit before he started writing in his blog about it, so his friend John had no recollection of uh, Brian's encounter with these kids. And he kind of basically just sat down and was like, oh, like, what do you guys know about this thing? Like, I had this weird encounter with these crazy children. And in discussing his own encounter, they started to know the similarities in behavior and mannerisms between the children that John encountered and the children that Brian encountered. Um, there, I mean, as far as like theories on what these children are, there's a lot of them. And the, the one that I found that I really like, um, I feel like a lot of you guys know that when it comes to cryptids and lore, I really like the, like, down-to-the-earth roots of some of these legends, and the, like, real, like, solid, like, beginning origin story of some of these legends. Um, and a lot of the time, for me, that is the indigenous people, because... They were here first and uh so one of the um one of the the biggest theories and this is the one that i wrote down because i like it the most um is that there is a dark power in the iroquois i think i said that right iroquois i'm pretty sure tribe <coughs> called the otcon and the otcon is basically this like really dark power known in their culture that could take over children Um, And then there's something called an evil one who would mate with human women to produce blackhead children um, with chalky white skin. And I think it's really interesting because you've got the Ocon that can take over the children and kind of make them that way, at least temporarily. I don't know if that's like a a permanent thing. Like once you get taken over, you're like that forever. Or if it's, you know, it can kind of leave you and and go to somebody else. Um, But then you have the evil one that actually like helps reproduce these terrifying children. So the Iroquois tribe would kill these inhuman children um, at birth to stop them from resurrecting, which I think is fair because i so I don't want any more of them, they're scary. but um, the Otcon would take over children wandering alone in the woods and they return to return to their tribe pale and black-eyed and just kind of repeating themselves over and over, um, really confused and like saying some real sus things. Um, I guess the initial goal of the Ocon and the affected children for that matter was to destroy the Iroquois tribe and infect all the people with Otcon, um, and I think that's really interesting, it's, it's a pretty solid, like, origin story for me, I think I really like that one, um, but, you know, there's a lot of debate about whether or not these creatures are, that these creatures, these children are, you know, something paranormal, are they alien, are they, you know, something scarier somehow, and I don't really know, um, I don't have like a really solid opinion on on what I think like they're they technically are um, other than scary and Sarah and I talk about this a lot on our live streams but like can you imagine looking out your window and there's like a child staring at you from like outside your window like that alone is scary and then that child starts like threatening you also for the record. I don't really know what happens if you do let those children in. I would assume you probably die. I would assume you probably, maybe you, like, get infected with the Ocon, or maybe you just, like, perish, you just disappear. Um, I don't know if maybe you go into, like, a weird, you know, haze, and suddenly a bunch of stuff, you do a bunch of stuff and you don't remember it because you're under the influence of some, you know, weird child power. I'm not really sure. I feel like there's a lot of different possibilities that, could happen there. Maybe you get missing four one one, maybe that's how. Um but one of the things I, I didn't find any solid information on was what happens after the augon infects you and I'm not sure if it affects adults. Um so that's you know in regards to that theory I'm not really sure like where you'd kinda go from there. But I don't know. I'm really scared of the black eyed kids. Um and this is a topic my dad's gonna be thrilled that I talked about it because he loves the black eyed kids. Um, but for me, it's ooky spooky and I don't like it. Um, yeah, I know they're not technically encrypted, but but there you go. Now you guys have learned something new today. Um, and we're all just gonna be very vigilant of children with black eyes and really pale chalky skin because I don't want to see any of you be um, be get got by these terrifying children. Um, so this was a little bit learning and a little bit PSA, stay away from black-eyed children, and yeah, so thanks guys for listening, and I will see you next week, uh, nope, next, next, next week, next, next week, whatever, bye!